I hope we are. Do we're back. We're back. We're gonna have to wait till somebody shows up on there so we can be sure that they hear us. Oh man, I'm sure we're fine. It's like we never miss the beat. It's like when a song comes on, we just step right into place and it's like the electric slide. As soon as it comes on, everybody knows what to do. At least most people. Dude. Some people don't know the electric slide. Let me take that back. Yeah. There's a lot of people that don't know how to do the electric slide. They don't know how to do the Cupid Shuffle. They don't know how to do any of those things. You know, the Wobble's the, the only one that's tricky. Get in there. But yeah, but yeah, you, get, yeah. you get the shoulders you like, going. You're good. Like everybody like that part. But and then when they go, it's the big girl. Won't you back it up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you, you, you see the stank eye. I know. <laughs> that's oh, funny. Man. Yo, man, how you been? No, You know what? It's been a minute since we've been here. And you know, since... uh. The stragglers are going to slowly start entering the room. I figured me and you could just catch up on what's been going on. Like, why were we not recording for like two weeks? You know what I mean? So we should probably like let them know at the start of the show because they're probably angry at us. Yeah. Well, a couple of things happened. Actually, I want... Hmm. You want me to go first? I go Go first. ahead because I actually still want to do some sound testing. Go ahead. Do that. So go do your thing. Do your thing. And um, while you're fiddling, I'll go ahead and just start recapping so the first week i'm gonna right now apologize to all the wonderful people who tune into our show every week and i i want to apologize again we know we've been terrible podcast hosts to you guys because the point of a podcast is to be consistent and we and frankie have just been consistently not being consistent (laughs) but we're being consistent (laughs) but we're still being consistent (laughs) we're we are definitely on an idiot timeline so i will first cop up to the fact that yes the first week we were way out is because I had gotten sick, which is alarming to me because I don't get sick. I never get sick. But this thing hit me and man, it was just like it's like when it's like a schoolhouse bully just came up to me and just punked me like you're going to be sick today. Lay down like I, I it was like I have never, you know, normally when you get a cold, you think, OK, I'm going to shake this off in like a day or two. And I'm big on like not using medicine or going to see the doctor. That's just not my vibe. I like to just try to tough it out the natural way. But when this thing hung on for three days and I still had crackhead shivers, <laughs> I had a mild fever. <laughs> no, no, but that no, that lasted more than three days. Bro, but that's the thing. It was three days and then I was like, all right, I got to see a doctor. And mind you, every day, because, you know, in my house, if my wife sees anyone sick, you're getting your temperature checked. She's checking you for COVID. She's she's going all out because she's a school teacher. So she has to make sure that, you know, I'm not spreading anything. So I took a COVID test, uh, the rapid test at home every single day I was sick for those three days. Tested negative every single time. I then go to the doctor. And the doctor tests me with the rapid and the PCR test. Which, by the way, they have got to figure this thing out, Frankie. Because having my nose get abused by... This stupid test they're, is the dumbest not, thing no, 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 in the no. world. They're the not dumb, going to. It's the dumbest thing in the world. Like we, this is this is 2022. We can, you can shoot satellites into space and hit meteors, but you can't find a better way for you to determine either do blood tests or something, or do there, my. There mucus. could be a worse way to determine. Listen, <laughs> there could be a worse way. We don't could be to like, go. oh, we're gonna check your prostate and check to see if you have COVID. <laughs> We don't need to go to What's Up Doc. By the way, if you haven't heard that episode, please go back to listen to What's Up Doc so we can tell you about Frankie's prostate exam. But no, I think it was like I was already mad that I was there because I knew the cold that I had. I knew I didn't have an infection. And if you don't have an infection, antibiotics, you know, that's, they can't help you because if it's viral, you just stuck. You just got to rely on all Mother Nature and your immune system to get you through the struggle. 
So sure enough, that's all she did. She did the COVID test, found out I tested out negative on both of the tests, and sent my butt home to basically just stay hydrated and just cry in my sleep until I felt better. So yeah, man, I was sick for like a solid five, almost a full week. And then the, the stink part is, especially for a fanatic like me, when you get sick, like you can't go to the gym. Poor you. Yes. I, you know something? I get sick and I still can't go to the gym. You stupid. It, but listen, you know what it is? Because <laughs> the thing is, normally, and the thing, I lost my appetite. So I can't eat. So I'm not eating. And your body still needs nourishment. So what do you think your body does? What do you think they start feeding on for nourishment when you're not eating? Your, your muscles? Exactly. Damn, muscles always getting in so, the way. Because the muscle gets taken because, you you know, low body fat, high muscle. So the body's going to attack the muscle. So that means by the time I start feeling better, everything that I've worked hard for is mostly gone. <laughs> and then it's the long road back to get back to where I was at because, you know, you're sleeping all day. You're punk, you know, you're laying down. You can hardly eat. You're malnutrition. You know, you're just like one of those starving kids you see in the commercial where they be like, please save him. Just 10 cents a day. <laughs> you, a fly it, landed on my eye. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're sitting next to your dog, next yeah. to Kobe. Those are those commercials that yeah. I hate. Is this like a th- three and a half minute commercial? Yes, and then you just hear Sarah McLaughlin in the background. In all your days waiting. And, and you people, for 19 cents a day, less than a coffee. Chance. Less than a coffee. 19 oh, cents a day, that you can feed Rashawn. Right. And Rashawn will be healed. <laughs> We cannot be starting a show like this. It's going to be like, yes, Rashawn could be healed today, ladies and gentlemen. Do the background. Yes. Oh, man. And we don't want the family. We don't want the family to get sick either. So for 38 cents, you can take care of two people and a dog. Mind you, his wife's a teacher. In the arms of the angel. (laughs) So, So at that point... We are at we are at a dollar seventy eight. That's Yo, right. It's I still it's still less than a coffee. I can't even do it anymore. Yo, stop. We gotta stop. We can't be starting. It's less showing. than a coffee, ladies and gentlemen. Oh man, you can say Rashad. <laughs> Yo, I was like that, man. I was laid up, man. But no, thankfully, so- bounce back. And then, of course, as soon as I get better, I'm like, all right, Frankie, I'm back on my feet. Let's link up. Let's rock and roll. Let's do the pod. Dude. I get on the phone. Frankie's like, hey, I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> I had nothing in me, bro. I So it's a Sunday. We yeah. all know that Sundays now is this is our it's, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I woke up. I had no energy. So yeah. neighbors, Nick and Maria. Yo, you doing the show today? Like, I don't feel well. Nah, man. Yeah, They're like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, just not doing well today. So then I call you. Yeah. So then we go through this whole thing. So now, it's the following Sunday. No, we no. Try, we tried to do it that week. That he was like, because Frankie was like, "Yo, I'm not gonna be sick long." He was like, "I'm bouncing back." Like he was like, "Yo, Wednesday, we popping. It's on." And I think Wednesday came around. And Frankie was like, "Nah, it's not happening. It's not happening." <laughs> he, he said, "Nah, man down, man down. He's still down." <laughs> then the following Sunday was what was the following Sunday? Uh, a Jewish oh holiday. yeah, it was a Jewish holiday. We had Yom Kippur. Yeah. So Yom Kippur happened, uh, which by the way. Because uh, we have many here in two weeks, so happy Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur for all those who had to fast. And and um, I found out interesting conversation, but it's known as a somber holiday. But my mother-in-law just told me that uh, she she sent me an article that says it's actually more, but we should bring more joy to that holiday because it's really more about gaining forgiveness, and that's the whole reason why you're doing a fasting is because you're supposed to be almost like pardon of your sins, and it's actually a moment of joy. So. 
Um, it's a different take on it, which is interesting. But yeah, but that's it's, why we had to so, cancel. So cancel it's like, show. <clears throat> it's like, well, forgiveness for, thing. Well, yeah, in a way, because it's like, um, because the whole thing with Yom Kippur, or at least to my knowledge, and please, I I could be wrong because I'm still learning. Um, we it's a time of remembrance. Like you, you think you pray for those who, uh, either loved ones who have passed, or you pray for different tragedies in the world, like the victims of the of the Russia-Ukraine war, you pray for all these different things, and then you also pray for your own forgiveness, which is why you do a fast from sundown the day before till sun uh, down the next day, um, and it's a moment of just, you know, being prayerful, but when my mother, and that, no, that's normally why everybody thinks that this holiday is being more somber, but the recent article that we she just shared with me is actually saying it's actually more of a joyous thing because you're doing this fast and you're doing all this because it's way of, like, you getting forgiveness for your transgressions and you're remembering those that you loved and, and you're, you're hoping that going forward will be a better year. Cause Rosh Hashanah is like happy new year. So the Yon Kippur is like the closing of that to like start your year fresh. And so, so what's the difference between like the date, the, the time span from the it's new like, year? It's like a, it's like a two week gap. No, it's like, yeah, it's like a week gap. A week two, gap? Yeah. I think it's like a week and a half gap or something like that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. Very. I'm still learning. I'm still learning. So listen to this. But yeah. So what happened to you, man? So tell me more about you. So you were. So we Sunday we had a cancel because the young kipper, and I totally forgot because we had dinner and everything. So what happened to you, bro? <clears throat> I don't know what it was. Stomach was not playing the right the right songs. Oh man. Um. I was here. I, I stayed downstairs the whole day. I chills. Not feeling well. Oh man. It was just one of those things that I just I just couldn't do it. I. Because I know that at one point or another, I was going to be like, uh, I got to go. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> got to go, go. <laughs> so I was like, all right, do I leave them there? And then, you know. <laughs> Freestylers. <laughs> yeah. That that's just doesn't go over well. Oh, man. And then, you know, but I think I got through that. But here's the crazy thing. Yeah. A year ago last week, I entered the hospital with the delta virus and i that's the week that was the the one year anniversary of me getting sick oh wow that's right yeah yeah Dude, it was crazy and the whole week it just kept going through my head the whole wow, process yeah yeah and all that and now today people look at it like it's the flu and yeah, I, I know it, but you I, know what i think over it, time it it's, has it's changed yeah like yeah but i'm telling you I, but it, wow yeah even it, think about that because the, we did that show what's up doc please go back and no not what's up doc why so serious serious yeah, if you could go check out Why So Serious, you could hear about that episode when Frankie uh, contracted the virus and what were our thoughts back then. Um, yeah, crazy time, yeah. man. Who knew? That was like a yeah. year ago, man. And then this week, I still would have been quarantined because I, yeah. I I quarantined here for almost... It's like I came home after like the, the... I don't know if it was like seven days or eight days. I don't remember what it was. Seven days, maybe? That I was in the hospital. Then I had to come home and quarantine for two weeks. Man. I couldn't even... Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I got treated like... Like, cause everybody stayed upstairs. Yeah. You know, I, I felt like I was actually in a jail. My food was at the bottom of the steps. It was yeah. just like thrown there, like clank. <laughs> there you go. There's your food. Prisoner number one, six, eight, three, five. Yeah. <laughs> so it, 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 it was bad, but I will say that my surrounding neighbors. Yeah. Like, um, there was a day that, you know, like, um, we get a mess. We get a, a the doorbell. Somebody's ringing the doorbell. I'm like, who the hell's ringing the doorbell? Nobody yeah, rings yeah. the doorbell here because <clears throat> nobody shows up. Nick and Maria, they they ordered food for us. So, nice. you know, they they, they helped oh, nice. out. John and Tina across the way, they also helped. Good people. And you know, good everybody people. everybody was like helping us out. So none we, of my we, neighbors came to me. But good night. That's nice for you. Well, man. you that's because you don't <laughs> live in the right neighborhood. I'm just gonna tell you that right now. Oh man, no, but that's awesome, man. Yo, man, a lot of stuff, crazy stuff been happening all around, man. 
Um, you know, one of my friends, he got hit by a rental car. Yeah, yo. He got hit by a rental car. Uh, no, seriously? Yeah, yo. He said it hurts a lot. Oh, God. Jesus. <laughs> All right, we're starting the show. Wait, no. No, we're starting the no, show. I, wait, no, wait. No, no, no. No, wait. I, no. I, I told you. I told you. Don't do these. I told you. No. No, we're not doing this. Frank, Frankie, what do you call somebody who sews really fast? <laughs> who could sew really fast? What? <laughs> Taylor Swift. <laughs> I, I, and know. we got problems. Now we got bad <laughs> And I don't know. Just to not go Say three is a magic number. Three Pete. Welcome to season three. In the Clown Radio proudly presents. Presents. Presents Life Lessons with Idiots. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to Life Lessons with Idiots. We're your hosts, Frankie and Rashawn, and it's time to preheat the oven. It's time to cook up in here. Come for the music and comedy, but stay for the lessons. They're definitely and still, still. not the smartest in the room. I was like, what? They were, they were like clapping, they were like. <laughs> Hey, man. <laughs> so, you released the demons. <laughs> My mother looked at me. She said, boy, that boy got an anointing on him. <laughs> but they're definitely not the dumbest. So, here we go again. Life Lessons with Idiots. I would like to apologize to everybody's in the chat room for that horrible. Come on, horrible. don't ruin my intro. Don't do, don't ruin my intro, man. You know what? I, it's You're crazy. Not, no, you got crazy. me. I got, got you. Me. I got, got you. Me. Okay. Ayer, welcome to Life Lessons with Idiots. We're your boys, Frankie and Rashawn, coming to you once again. Today is September 9th, two thousand and twenty-two, and we are rocking here on this glorious Sunday. And we appreciate you guys listening to us. Uh, if you haven't already, please make sure you follow us on Spotify as well as on Apple Podcasts, Samsung Podcasts, Alexa, or whatever streaming service you prefer to listen to all your music. Please just make sure you uh, give us a follow on there so we can keep you up to date whenever we drop one of our newest episodes. And please, by all means, if you haven't already, look us up on social media. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Check us out on Life Lessons with Idiots and give us a follow so you can continue, like I said before, staying up to date on all of our wonderful antics. And by all means, uh, please, if you have any ideas, if you have any suggestions, or if you have any commentary, or if you want to just send some hate mail, please send it to lifelessonswithidiots at gmail.com. And the views and opinions expressed on the show are purely of that of Frankie and Rashawn. These are not facts that we're about to share with you. This is purely for your entertainment. So please sit back, enjoy the show, and remember, we are idiots. Yes, we are. <laughs> I can't believe you. That's hysterical. <laughs> Let me turn the cameras on here. Can I see this here? So I want to start off with um. First, I want to say because I gotta uh, continue from what we were talking about before about me being sick. <clears throat> I got a bone to pick with one of your friends. Which one? BTF Phoenix. Dude, I was just hanging out with her. You were? Yeah. She's the homie still. I- I'm not mad at her. Um, <laughs> but while I was sick, I got to get caught up on a lot of different shows. 
And um, I remember when BTF Phoenix, she sent us an email a while back. I want to say about three episodes ago, maybe three or four episodes ago. And she gave us some good questions about like different scenarios, some good sci-fi questions. And part of that question was for us to check out the show called Severance. Yeah, I, I, I still haven't. So I, just, I had some time on my hands, so I decided to go check this show out. So let me tell you, the show itself is a very compelling show. So let me start with the positives. Always start with love, Frankie. <laughs> Got it. So the things I love about the show. One, amazing concept. Amazing concept. Did you know that Ben Stiller actually directed a few of these episodes and was a producer? That I didn't know until I saw his name in the credits. Ben Stiller. Really? Yeah, crazy. So amazing concept. So basically, for those that don't know, the show Severance is about people who choose to basically uh, have their mind shut off during their work hours. And they basically don't have any recollection of the people they work with. They don't have any recollection of what they do day to day. They have no idea. They're completely, no pun intended, severed from the activity that they do from work. But the problem is their their body is still there doing the work. <clears throat> They just have no remembrance of doing it. And the thing is, they call these bodies that are there doing the work, they call them innies. So it's the innies. So think of it like you, Frankie. The any of you is working. The Audi of you has no recollection of you working or your coworkers or if you like your boss or any of that stuff. Your any has this, is you still, Frankie, with your personality. It's just the only difference is your any has no idea like who their family is, who they're like, if they have family, they have all they know is work. They for them they wake up is work. They go to sleep it is work. <laughs> like it's all work. Yeah, that's them. crazy, right? So it's a compelling concept. So basically, your dual personalities between you being on the outside and you being on the inside start to suspect that there's some wrongdoing going on in the company, and so now obviously both your personalities are trying to attack the company and do whatever. So like like I said, amazing concept, and it's not just you in there. You're you're there with a few other coworkers, but you can only associate with those coworkers. But your any does. But anyway, like I said, compelling show. That sounds so weird, though. I'm sorry. No, no, it is super weird. This is more than Westworld weird. If you ever watched Westworld, which he was said a, it's any, it's, yeah, it's any, any and Audis. So if you ever watched Westworld, this show is way weirder than Westworld. <laughs> so the thing is, and it, but it's very compelling because then you're like, man, how does this unravel? Like, how do these this one guy is playing, you know, two kind of different personalities? Like, how does this work? So. And it has some amazing actors in there. Uh, don't ask me to name them because I don't know their real names. But the guy who plays Mr. Milichick, he's like the boss there. Uh, the guy, the woman, Miss Cobell, she's amazing. She plays like the main boss and villain, so to speak. Um, amazingly acted. So this is all the love that I'm giving the show. The bad part about the show, they string you along, Frankie. Like, and I'm all for getting strung along if you're going to give me the good finale that I want. <clears throat> They take you through all these different side quests. <laughs> they take you through all this meeting all these different individuals. And then you're waiting for the payoff when you get to the last episode. And let me tell you, they build up all that hype just to be like, nah, you got to wait for next season. It's one of those. Womp, womp, womp. I was womp, like, womp. bro, they had me hooked. And I was like, and I knew when I got to that last episode, I said, there's no way they're going to wrap up all these loose ends. And I wish I could talk to BTF Phoenix. She's not here, is she? No, no she's actually, no, we were actually, we, we were with her this weekend. We were in Atlantic Dang. City. So she's still with her cousins, her cousin, her, the daughter and her best friend and his son. Yeah. And her son, excuse me. Dang. They're, they're down in AC. Quick shout out to the t people in the room. We have yeah, DJ, shout them out. DJ ES. 
Yes, DJ Yes, Yes. We have Felix. We have Felix. We have Ro. Ro texted me today. She's like, "Did I miss an episode?" Sorry, Ro. <laughs> we we took we took a three week hiatus. Uh, yeah. Not not on purpose, but on kind of on purpose because uh, health. Yeah, if you listen to the beginning, when you go back to re- hit a replay, bro, you'll hear what happened. Yeah. <laughs> so we have MMS11. That's um, mm, her, her name 11. is Marcy. She's actually, uh, we know her from the eye doctor we go to. So she started tuning in. Oh, bet. And we have Mimi, of course, because, you know, what Mimi you can't do the show unless she's on there. Yeah, we need Mimi. And then we have Farrah's on here as well. Farrah, Welcome, up? everybody. Awesome. A C- couple of quick things that happened here. Um, We're talking about... Uh, uh, we have here, Ro just threw in here, says, I would like my body to work out in the gym and me me not know. I guess, <laughs> she would like I, a severance in the gym. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. I can see that. Uh, ES turns around. He said he loves Westworld, he, but he's weird. No, Westworld is weird, but that first season was classic. Second season, eh, kind of started to lose me. Third season, I didn't even bother. <laughs> and um, Felix is just saying hello here. Uh, but you know, all right. The squad we, is here. The squad the, is here. Everybody's here. By uh, the way, if you would like to be part of the squad and be part of the idiots in this chat, please make sure you go into mixcloud.com and look up in the cloud radio. You could be part of this conversation uh, here with the idiots as we shoot this thing live. This whole thing is completely improv, so we are going to get a lot of things wrong. Do uh, Felix, I sound low or no? He always sounds low. Well, next to Rashawn is that you have this good radio voice. I have oh. this like I barely can make it through. Uh, you, know, you know, black people are loud, so this is I, my voice carries. <laughs> yeah, but it it sounds good here. I, he said you sound slow. <laughs> he's, I sound I sound slow. Come on, Forrest, you're not speaking fast. No. Oh, he wants us to slow slow down. Forrest, Forrest, oh, am I slowing down? Oh, I know he's. No. Man, I ain't done with you. Look at you. You're so slow. You can't even catch the joke, Forrest. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. He don't hit you with the joke, Forrest. You gotta pick it up. <laughs> so this weekend we um had a call a couple of weeks back and says, Hey, what are you guys doing this weekend? I'm like, um, uh, nothing. Why? So BTF Phoenix, good friend of ours, uh-huh. uh she um she says, Why don't you come down to AC with the family? I'm like, all right. So we 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 went down yesterday and you know, came back today. Okay. Bro, just to get this all set up, I was I I, I set up most of the most of everything here. Mm-hmm. And like, like in the studio, and like yesterday, fifteen seconds. And if yesterday, so I, so when I got home, I, yeah. you know, I'd be able to be less stressed. No, no, cameras didn't work. <laughs> I was like, oh poor my Frankie. God. I'm like stressing, but he I like, had, but I had like, a good he's, time. He's like Doc from uh, Back to the Future. Marty, when I come in here, he's like Marty. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. I can't find my flex capacitor. <laughs> yeah, so so, so so cameras like, are you gonna eat it? I'm like, I don't <laughs> No, so uh, so we down there, man. Let me tell you, I I love going to AC. I love going. I, I love playing cards and all that. But yeah. let me tell you, when you're off, yeah, there's nothing out there to save your life, man. I did good the first half that, that yeah. was over there. You know, I hit. You know, I played poker over there, three card poker or whatever. Did good. All right, all right. So we left. We had dinner. Go mm-hmm. back. You was like, oh, I'm feeling nice. I'm like Jordan in, yeah. in the fourth quarter right now. You went back and you became Jordan in the Wizards. Yo. <laughs> It was bad. You were just out there just chucking. Oh my god, it was so bad. But I came back a little bit ahead of the game. So as long as I as long as I didn't lose. Yeah, as long as I'm, you came out with a little bit of something. Yeah, and it, it wasn't too bad. And the 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 ride down was and and back up wasn't bad either. Oh, so nice. That worked was, out. So we were in and out of. I think it took me like an hour and ten. Nice. So it wasn't. Yeah, too that's bad. not too bad. 
Yo, before we even get started, let me, um, because so much has happened since me and you have uh, last recorded. I just want to really, once again, shout out to your peoples and prayers to all those affected in Puerto Rico by the hurricane that recently passed through there. Um, there it was like over 20 inches of rain and um, over 25 million residents was without power. Do, do you have family over there, Frankie? Yeah. Oh, so I stayed, in con- I stayed in contact with them. So every, every like four or five hours i would call my one cousin because um, yeah. she was like the point of contact and she was like she was able to tell me everything and then yeah as she related to me i went to our family facebook page and i just dropped a message let everybody know everybody was fine good, and so good, on and so on good but they they're parts of the island that looks like it's like flat wow that's how bad it is yeah. they have no power they have nothing there so i'm hoping that you know the u.s will allow you know more research resources to get there and not only them listen yeah. this florida yeah florida i was just about to uh, mention that they got florida, the dominican republic Fort myers you know, and a lot of other people you know they they, they need help yeah. so let's mm-hmm. let's put politics aside we don't care if you're from the right right side or the left side let's just mm-hmm. everybody's a human so let's take care of them yeah especially since we're doing so much for people overseas and not like the people of ukraine don't need it but i'm just saying there's people here at home that could definitely benefit from that as well so um yeah man i just wanted to touch on that because uh Thinking of those families that are impacted by that, hope they uh, have shelter. I just can't imagine being in that situation where, you, even in, like in Florida, like when you leave your home and you don't know, like if you got to evacuate, Frankie, you don't know if you're going to come back. What is it going to be? Like, will yeah. your home be there? Will your belongings be there? Like, and a lot of people I found out also don't have flood insurance because they said the insurance is so ridiculously high in Florida. They can't even afford flood insurance. And in some of those areas that if you don't, qualify for it they don't know whether to buy it or not because you might be too far inland like say you in orlando if you're in certain parts and you know orlando flooded yeah a lot of places that yeah, normally never flooded did flood so that's the thing like these are people who like you don't have any coverage or anything it's like you just you lose everything so so i, I remember when hurricane sandy hit here yeah that was, that was crazy some, we saw boats in the middle of the street yeah it was nuts we had no power for like 14 days yeah easily two weeks you know and i'm sitting in this house with because my in-laws ended up getting power a couple of days After, and i sent everybody yeah. over there but again when something bad happens like that a tragedy you know like bad weather and stuff like that yeah destroys what happens the thieves come out Oh yeah. yeah i don't people, care what neighborhood you're try in try to take advantage man man i sat in this house and it was pitch black and I yeah. stayed in this house the whole time. Thank God, nothing came. Nobody came down our street because my neighbor also was ready. He's okay. like, Frank, no, we we got this neighborhood. He said, Don't you worry. <laughs> we have no worries. He, he said, Don't you worry. We we bring food when not when neighbors are sick, and we got we're strapped and ready. <laughs> but, but, but no, but, but the bottom line is that you know, like, I can't imagine what those people went through where they had to yeah. evacuate and go somewhere, and then all of a sudden you, you turn around and you're like. What does my house look like? Yeah, you don't know what you're coming back to. You can go back to a house that was completely flooded or not even flooded, but not broken into. It might not even be there. It might even be there. Yeah. There was a guy that turned around and said, I would like to show you my house. So he shows us the property on TV. He showed the property. Mm-hmm. He goes, let me show you my house. He went like a block. Dang. And that's where that part that's of his, where house, his house was. That's where his house was at, yeah. I was like, wow. That's wild, man. Yeah, man. Thinking of those people, man. Yeah. Yo, man, it was just a lot of depressing news. I wish I could. I was like looking for like really super upbeat stuff. I was even trying to come up with like different ideas. I was like, yo, what do you think of this idea, Frankie? I was like, they should come up with a show like it's hoarders, but it should be hoarders, but it should just be based on wealthy people. And we get to find out they're why. hoarding all the money. That's what I'm saying. We get to interview people why they hoarding all the money and why do they feel like they're lacking? <laughs> <laughs> 
like I was just like because it was just mad depressing stuff. So like I, I I had a few different friends hit me up to talk on this one topic, and I've been hesitant about talking about it because I don't want to get this guy any limelight. But I think you probably already know. Go ahead. I would like to apologize for anything I'm going to say going forward. Go yeah, because it's about to get left right now. Kanye was. Goodbye. <laughs> Dude, this man, he does not. Dis- Listen, anybody uh, that spends a dime on this man right now, you're a fool. Yeah, let's just let's go ahead and just chop this up real quick. So, Frankie, I always tell you, Frankie, we start with love. <laughs> I love to hate him. <laughs> I love it. I, I there's. <laughs> so let me let me just let me just break this down. Okay, go ahead. All right, so Kanye West. For those that don't know, he showed up to his fashion show. He's he's not only a rap entertainer, he's also a fashion sort of connoisseur. He he has sneakers. He actually is very successful with sneakers. He's he's successful with his clothing line, which is called Yeezy. Um, and anyway, he did his fashion show in Paris recently, and him and uh, what's her name, uh, Candace Owens. Yeah. Decided to wear T-shirts, and on the back of the T-shirts, it said, White Lives Matter. (laughs) I'm laughing because I know what this is. Kanye West does everything for attention, good, bad, Mm -hmm. or indifferent. It is not because he's trying to provoke a conversation. It's not because he's looking to uh exploit his genius and tell you he's got this different vision of the world or whatever uh it's all just to gain attention because in the world of hollywood whether it's good press or bad press is press and it, it gives them engagement and the more he keeps his name in people's mouths the more people like us are forced to be put in this position to talk about it what are my thoughts on the whole white lives matter thing i'm gonna try to keep this as upbeat as possible but let's just start with where it originates from. Obviously, there's the slogan, Black Lives Matter. <laughs> now, for those that don't know, because I know there's been also some recent news about the founders of the Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. movement and how they have been embezzling some of that money to buy houses, to do all kinds of things. So it has kind of made tainted the name and made it seem like, oh, that's just a scam. It's just a stupid charity that these people just scamming people and exploiting these people and souping up something that doesn't exist. The origination of Black Lives Matter was because basically there's a demographic of people who feel that they are being mistreated and that uh, at a greater ratio than those of other races. And they're just not saying that the lives are better than other people. They're just saying, hey, we're dying over here and we think it matters. So that is the origination of it. Now, how it has gotten misconstrued over the years, I don't know. Why would Kanye take that topic and then just flip it to go white lives matter because there's already other different slogans out there like blue lives matter and all kinds of other rhetoric which is so how, how does that cancel culture work it doesn't work it cancel can, culture can we cancel him no cancel Why? culture does not exist it does not exist it's it's a myth because you can't cancel anyone because think about it no one could cancel you as long as you Everybody on TikTok, everybody on Twitter, everybody has a voice. Well, Kanye don't got a voice because they just blocked him on Twitter because he said when he wakes up, he's going to go DEFCON 3 on Jewish people. Yeah, I know. He's now spouting anti-Semitism. What's he doing? No, they took him off. He got blocked off Instagram, right? Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. But guess what? You think that's going to stop us from hearing about him? No, No, there's no such thing as canceling. It's it's, it's a myth. All I can say is one, two things. One, I think Kanye literally has a mental illness. 
I think because uh, this is not his mother was a, a pro activist. Like she was heavily involved in equal rights for people. She was heavily involved in different things. So I don't think that she would raise him to be spouting this kind of crazy rhetoric. To put him on the right meds. But um, I do think he has a mental issue and it stinks that we're all witnessing this episode in front of the public eye. Um, I, I hope he gets the help that he needs because I don't know if you've seen the conversation that he's had with Puff Daddy as well, which has been really wild, him going back and forth with Puff Daddy. Um, <clears throat> so all I'm going to say is I think everything he says is out of shock value. But I do think that some of the because of his platform and because of his name, he has a big audience and a huge platform. And I think that he could kind of like it could be dangerous in some of the things that he's saying. I think it could be misleading and it could be misconstruing certain things. What has he said that hasn't been dangerous? Um, Towards anybody. One way or another, he always finds a way to piss a group off. When he made fun of Pete Davidson, I found that funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who got the last laugh there? Yeah. Okay. I don't even I don't think either one of them won. <laughs> yeah. I, I, oh, listen, man. I'm going to tell you honest truth. You know, like... Yeah. If he would keep, he would have kept his mouth shut and just did his music. Nobody would care. Yeah. But the fact that he does that, I won't be. I don't. I won't play his music. Yeah. I just want, and he has some good beats. I, I. I just. I'm not a fan. I and I. I don't think he's doing it for the right reasons. He's doing it just to stay in the spotlight, like you said. But mm -hmm. I think that he's doing it in a malicious way. Yeah. Oh, he's absolutely doing it in a malicious way, and I think he's promoting another rhetoric because he said that this was supposed to be based on some dystopian world that he was creating at the fashion show where he was trying to create where uh where white people are now the minority and that's why he tried to like flip it and say that that's why white lives matter in this future-esque world but i'm like you're promoting a rhetoric where people actually believe that the white race is becoming instinct and here you are wearing a t-shirt with the white lives matter thing promoting that because you're promoting a very dangerous rhetoric so um, yeah, yeah, I get it. But now I guess Felix is right. Beyonce is better than better. <laughs> okay, you got me to say it. You got me to say it. I said it. Yes, she is. But not well played. Much. Well played, Felix. He just played me out. Well played, Felix. Beyonce's better than Kanye, right? Say it again, Frankie. I, I, we didn't quite hear no, you. No, just, just, just Kanye. I mean, just as a person and everything. I mean, Beyonce's better than Kanye, though, right? Yeah, just for this. <laughs> okay, just for this. And Felix, I know you're laughing. Ha ha. <laughs> Cannot. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, you know, I, I hate when people listen to the show <laughs> and, and they use my words again. <laughs> oh man, too funny. Oh, man. About, go ahead, go ahead. The show. Talking about the show. Yeah, go ahead. I, I want to ask you. Yeah, shoot. How much do you make off this show? Uh, I make next to so what's below zero? <laughs> okay, we're actually losing. Yeah. Okay, so zero dollars, right? Zero. Uh, settle. Settle. Okay. <laughs> so. Uh -huh. What do you think people think we're making off the show? Oh, they think we're making a, a killing because we're globally being heard around the world. We have tons of listeners every week. Uh, but I think a lot of people are misconstruing things because they think like, oh, man, like, damn, you guys are climbing up the rankings. You guys are doing so well. You're picking up steam, which is true. These are all things that are true. Which which I'm thankful for. But, you know, keeping it humble. But, you know, this is still volunteer volunteer like, we we take our time to put the show together and hoping that something will happen in the future so i'm not going to give any names but i'm just going to throw this out there okay shoot so how come i'm getting messages mm -hmm. hey man I, I see you're doing well and all this and all that um yo i'm struggling okay what are they struggling with they struggling with hey, their hey, weight struggling with 
can can you send me five hundred dollars? Oh, <laughs> so I wanted. Listen, I held on to this for three weeks already. Wow, so oh, I'm man. going to make clear. Okay, that we're broke. That we're this not broke. this here <laughs> is pure volunteer. We're doing it because of the love of the fact that we enjoy hanging out, and the surprise that we have of the reactions of yeah. what we do. Okay. <laughs> But there is no money here to be handed out. Wait. We do not give out freebies. If I haven't heard from you in the last three weeks, wait. <laughs> do not call me asking me for a dime. Yo, can we slow it down? Yo, people, <laughs> they looked at you in your podcast called Life Lessons with Idiots. They're saying, life lessons. We're idiots. <laughs> we don't have money. Said, bro, yo, load a brother a few dollars. <laughs> so, yo, they're like, they're like, yo, he's doing great. Look, yes, it's like, can I borrow 50? Yes, but yes, because I see you often. Oh, my But do God. not come to me and go, oh, congratulations. Oh, you, you're DJing. You, you got new oh, cousins. Oh, that's great. Oh, my God, I can't believe that you did. When was the last gig you did? And I said, that's a little while ago. That's good. And the podcast is doing good. I saw everything. You guys, you guys are in Ethiopia now. Who's in Ethiopia? <laughs> Guess what? Guess who's not? Rogan's not in Ethiopia. Can I borrow $500? Yo, no, there's love- no money. There's no money. I listen to what I'm telling you, people. <laughs> there is no money to be handed out. The money that I make, Ricky. the money from this, no, do not stop me. <laughs> do not stop me. I got to say this. The money I make is from my real job that supports my family. Oh, man. It's not, I'm not here. Okay. Making a paycheck. This is not iHeartRadio. This is not Apple. This is not Netflix where we're getting a check. Oh, he's cooking. He's cooking now. We do this for the love of the show oh. and entertainment. Oh, man. Don't call me. Okay. Dang. Don't text me. Oof. Or send me this private message on on tw- on, uh, on Instagram going, dude, can you help somebody out? No. I don't even know what you look like. I haven't seen you in so many years. I heard though. No. So one person, I'm, be, I'm not going to give the names. One person just turned no, around. Yo, Tom <laughs> no, one person turned around and, and asked for money. Listen. <laughs> so you want to know how awkward this was? For Somebody asked for money. Apple, make it okay. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> for nineteen dollars yeah. a month, you can feed the people that are trying to get but, money off a of fire. But it will not come from Frankie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, you want to hear how embarrassing this is? Okay. So somebody asked you for money. Got it. Okay. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my god, you know, like, well, so what's going on? How's uh-huh. you know? And I and I said the person's wife. Uh-huh. Oh, we've been divorced for like four years. I got a new wife. So wait a minute. Wow. He done got remarried. He got remarried. Got a whole new life. I haven't get, heard from you. You didn't even get invited to the new wedding. <laughs> But Thank yo. God, because I would have been like, "You're gonna. Uh, this money is gonna have to go into like a trust." He's like, "Yo, bro, <laughs> but yo, I need you to still bless me though." Like, you yeah, know, we haven't talked. Why? Oh why? Do not, do not call me for money, please. Dang, son, you ain't have to put all our business out there and let them know that we broke. Dang, homie. <laughs> yo, this podcast generate mad revenue. We just not telling y'all. <laughs> yo, so, bro, put here. This is why Karen tells you you're not allowed to have any more fr- new friends. Oh man. I'm not allowed. I'm I'm maxed out, and I'm telling everybody, if I haven't spoken to you in the last year... Yeah, man. Renegotiate your mind. Yeah. Because you're not getting anything from me. Yeah, man. I got a legit saying, man. I tell people all the time, man. If you weren't there for the ride, don't be there when I park. Oh, my God. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, if you weren't there for all this time, like, while we've been rocking out 
or don't come to me later. Like if we haven't spoken in weeks and then try to hit me up and be like, hey, man, can I get can I get this? Can I get that? No, nah, I got nothing for you, man. Don't don't come here when the things start rolling in. Um, yes, Maria, you're right. They're expired now. That's right. Like bad milk. Yeah. That's it. You get the it's like ninety day fiance. Have a nice day. Oh man, I can't. <sighs> Speaking of money, um, I'm gonna touch on a quick money uh topic because somebody hit me up, um, and I thought it'd be beneficial because it's been a while since we had a quick money conversation. I want to get your thoughts on it as well. Friend hit me up and was like, "Yo, I'm not friends with him, right? No, no, okay, no. good. We're good. Yeah, yeah. You could go off. Okay. Um, uh, my friend hit me up and was like, "Yo, man, the world is messed up. Inflation's through the roof." Um, I could use this extra money instead of putting this junk in my 401k. He was like, yo, should I just stop contributing to my retirement account and just hold off until the economy recovers and then bounce back in? Like when things start doing better, <clears throat> what are your initial thoughts? And I'll tell you what I told him. Cause he basically was like, yo, I'm going to stop contributing. I don't want to, you know, do all this. He's invest- an idiot. Doing this investing stuff anymore. I'm just going to like chill for a bit, stack my money, save my money. And then go back in when the economy does better. No, because you're losing money. He's it, it's all, for that person, whoever that person is. It's yeah. all about now. They're mm-hmm. not realizing that if you're investing into the market mm-hmm. and people when are, it's down, people are you're actually making money because mm-hmm. you might not see it today, but you will see it in the future. The market has never gone to zero, mm-hmm. so you're going to make money. Just keep putting the money in there and stop saying that you're trying to be smarter than 99 other thousand people, <laughs> hundreds of thousands of people that know that the market's never going to go to zero. Yeah. So I could, I agree. I agree with Frankie for the most part. Like, I think um, <clears throat> I think it's stupid to try to time the market. There's no such thing as saying I'm going to wait till things are back to normal. By you waiting for things to get back to normal, you could be missing out on potential gains that you could be making for buying this stuff and buying these shares. Um, at a discount because the stock prices are down. Everybody's down. But if you're not retiring anytime soon, I would say to just hold off and just, you know, suffer with all the rest of us. Um, <laughs> your portfolio is going to bleed a little bit. But if your retirement horizon is not for the next 20 to 30 years, that's plenty of time for the economy to bounce back. You keep contributing. Have your employer matching you. You're doubling it. That's free money right there. You're doubling your investments, which is hopefully going to bring you back a greater return. Many years from now, when the economy does bounce back, because it will bounce back, because you're not the only one invested, um, so it will come back to um, <clears throat> back up, and then by the time it does, you'll be having twice as many shares. Now, however, I'll put one little caveat: if you are in a situation where fi- the financial struggle has hit you hard and you can't afford your rent, because you know people, all these uh, landlords are jacking up rent prices by twenty-five to fifty percent, like it's crazy out there, Frankie. Thank God we got a house. Um, <laughs> it's cheaper to keep your house than rent. Yeah, yo, it's Anything. serious. Anything. Yeah. So, like, or if you try to borrow money from Frankie. You're not um, going <laughs> to. You're not getting my money. So, long story less long. If you are facing those dire circumstances where you literally are struggling to make ends meet, then by all means, maybe you do decrease the percentage that you're contributing to your 401k or your retirement account just so you can have some extra cash to hold you over and give you some excess income to help support your living situation. Because the worst thing you want to do is build up debt trying to, you know, save for the long term. You should always you should have enough um, <clears throat> income to sustain you and give you affordable li- living um, as you're trying to also uh, properly save your money over a long period of time. So I just wanted to touch on that because a few people, a few different people have hit me up and said, Rashawn, 
you keep talking all this stuff about investing and stuff. But man, I'm broke as a joke. Mom, I lost like twenty thousand dollars. I lost like thirty thousand dollars. Man, I just lose money every day. Economy's not getting better. They're gonna raise gas prices again. And I heard that it's gonna get worse next year. Uh, I need this money now, man. That's when you turn around and go, how old are you? You go to, oh, I'm 40. Okay, in 10 years, you'll be 50, and the economy's going to be booming, and exactly. you're, gonna, you're going to make money. And you're going to be sitting party. Yeah, but these people are just fools. Yeah, man, I think everybody panics. I won't call them fools. I think everybody just panics. I think everybody gets scared because, you know, you work hard to build up this little nest egg, and then when that nest egg gets a little rocky, you know. It, Listen, we, we've all gone through it. Look, I... I I did the biggest mistake, and I went to to look at what I have for my retirement. I don't even look anymore. Yo, <laughs> I should be calling me to borrow money from me. Yeah, no. <laughs> because I, it, I took a nasty hit. Yeah, man. But I also know that it's temporary. Yeah, I don't even look, man. It's like It's bad. Yeah. But again, you need to think long term. If you're thinking that you putting taking the money out and not investing in it, you're actually you're losing. You're losing money. You're losing you're a lo- lot of money. It's called like opportunity gains. Like you're yeah. losing on opportunities that you could be gaining. But most of the time these people are looking at money that wasn't even theirs. Yeah. Because it, it's been, you know, they they've gotten it over the years because they're investing through their 401k yeah, yeah, and yeah, all yeah. that. So Well, good luck to them. So, yo, two things real quick. I got two good headlines I got to get through because these are current events. So, one, shout out to Aaron Judge for the home run record. Woo, 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 woo. Um, you, you know, I know a lot of people still like, but, yo, he ain't break Barry Bonds' record. I get that. Yeah, but he also didn't juice. Well, okay. Oh, did I say that? I know, Frankie, oh, but, geez. you know, I don't, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I'm just going to say congratulations to Aaron Judge. But what I do want to touch on is that one of his home runs, I think it was the 61st home run that he hit. The fan caught it and gave it back to Aaron Judge for free. He wanted no tickets. He says, hey, the ball doesn't belong to me. It belongs to him. And everybody went online and was like, what a noble man. What a man that just, he, for him to just give the ball back, he, his mother raised him right. I'm not noble. <laughs> that was what I was about to ask you. Frankie, what would you do in that position? Yo, I had this, this, I had this conversation. Not, not for him. So the guy that got the 60, 62nd one. Yeah. So he's a, like a like a, a VP for an invest ve- investment company or something. Yeah, 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 so yeah. he's got money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to him, he doesn't really care. Yeah. Me, I yeah. care. Oh, you I care very much. So I'm telling you right now, if I would have caught that, it was going to go down like this. <laughs> very simple. What are your terms, Frankie? <laughs> My terms would be like I want 2 million for the I want 2 million for the ball. Boom. Okay. But I want you guys to figure out how to pay the taxes on this. So you have to give me enough to cover the two, the two million in taxes. Yeah, I not only want the cash straight up. I also want my own seat at Yankee no, Stadium. No, see, you're, <laughs> you're thinking small. You're thinking no. small. I also want stock shares of the Yankee Stadium. <laughs> right. And I turned around. I said that if you really want this ball, I want two seats. Uh-huh. Lifetime. Yeah. All of Major League Baseball. Oh, dang, Frankie, dang. You know how much that ball's going to be worth? Oh, no, I know. It's going to definitely oh, and, be over seven And then days. at the bottom says, with free parking. Yeah. Yeah, no, I want to be a partial owner of the AK. Yeah. You're not getting that <laughs> ball back. Give me .0001% of the Yankees' ownership, and I will be fine. If My I, family will be fine. I just got banned from Yankee Stadium. I'll just tell you right now. Why? Because if they know that if I catch a ball like that, they're going to lose that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're going to yeah. be like, no. Nope. They're going to be like, this guy. No, nope, I'm like, how bad you want this ball? How bad you? Okay, $2 million and I want two tickets. Yes. You can't go to a baseball game by yourself. That's yes. kind of boring. You ever go to a movie theater by yourself? 
I, I have. Yeah, and you had a blast, didn't you? Oh, my God. Free popcorn, right, then. then I have to share it. So you think I can't go to a baseball game? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I never told about it like that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'll go to baseball games. You know, no, but I still want two I tickets. I would have a blast. Yeah. <laughs> me and my imaginary friends taking up the seats next to me. All eight of them. <laughs> <laughs> All eight of your friends are going to be hanging out going, man, you got some great like, Yo, I hope we catch another one. <laughs> oh, my God. These seats are great. <laughs> All right. I got one more uh, current event. I want to because this is this is hitting you home. It's, it's, it's hitting you home, man. Your boy, Tom Brady. What about him? All right. For starters, the, the Falcons and the Bucks played today. And thank you. And you're welcome. And um, I'm helping you with your draft picks for next year. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. That's cute. I didn't even come. I didn't even come in to throw violence. I I could you know I could like you know do the whole thing because it's one of the most egregious calls ever. In NFL oh my god, history. it was so bad. That is, they call roughing the pass on Tom Brady getting tackled. Mm-hmm. Mind you, <laughs> he still had the ball. It's not like he threw it and got hit. It wasn't even a violent tackle. He just got tackled. They were like, "Don't you dare touch that man!" Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't even get mad. I just said typical. Like, this is ridiculous. But anyway, I wanted to focus more on Tom's personal life because this is a situation that I think anybody could kind of, like, have a take on. So, as you know, Tom is married to Giselle. Don't ask me to say her last name. But she was a former Victoria's Secret model. Her net worth is somewhere around $300 million. Tom Brady, his net worth, and these numbers obviously are based on, like, Forbes lists and stuff. So they're not 100% accurate because they never account for – other certain investments and assets and so forth. But supposedly, Victoria uh, Giselle made $300 million as a Victoria's Secret model and Sports Illustrated model. And Tom Brady, net worth is around $250 million. Together, they they basically make half a billion dollars together, right? Okay. They have three beautiful children. Listening to you. Yep. Tom Brady uh, has said for years that he was going to retire. Mm-hmm. He actually announced his retirement last at the end of last season. He says, hey, he's going to go on on a high note. They want a chip. I retire. He's 45 years old. He says, I'm walking away from the game. Mm-hmm. Giselle's happy. Everyone's happy. We then find out late that summer that Tom is coming back. And that's when Frankie was like, oh, we're back in the We're back, in, the thing we're back in first place. Yeah, we're back in first place. We're dominating. <laughs> so um, after that new spark, uh, things got rocky in Tom Brady's household. We found out that Tom Brady missed training camp. He went like uh, he missed the the start of training camp. Um, and he went on vacation. And he said it was personal family matters. Right. Then time, more time goes by. We hear some statements from Giselle saying that everybody has to do what's best for themselves. Okay. And let's just use our imagination. She gave Tom. We're gonna. I, and this is hypothetically. This is again idiot podcast. <laughs> <laughs> how quickly you remember i just want to put the disclaimer out here because they're like oh well they said so we believe or we suspect that she gave him an ultimatum that hey you it's either football or the family right like you need to make a decision like i want you to, i've been sit, i gave up my modeling career to raise these beautiful children of ours we're in this partnership together uh i I won't say she allowed him because, you know, no one allows anything. She just says, as a partner, I did my part. But now I want you back home. I want us as a family. I want us to be with our kids. I want us to raise them. I want my kids to be with their father. Let's go. Like, no more football. Because football, and Tom Brady's a GOAT. Like, let's just be real. Like, Tom Brady's not your regular football player who just shows up to work on Sunday. No. Tom is going to practice. Tom is watching film. Tom is in 
He's traveling with the team. He's gone on weeks at end. With that all being said, Tom wants to go back because football is his passion. He loves playing football. So with that being said, do what is your thoughts on a man pursuing his passion over versus a man having to fulfill his obligations to his family? Okay, so you like putting me in these spots. First of all. <laughs> you like this seat. Yeah, first of all. <laughs> If a man's going to pursue his passion over his family, what it's happening in the family decisions have already been made. All right. Break that down for me more. Very simple. Mm -hmm. There's been problems in that family for a very long time. We're suspecting. S suspecting. Okay. We, we don't we, know. We don't know. Right. We're, we're suspecting. Allegedly. We're suspecting. Allegedly. Mm -hmm. there, there's been problems. So you're turning around and, and you're like, uh, she's saying whatever. I'm happy he's retired. He can spend time with his family and all this and all that. She didn't want him to go to Tampa. She was, well, he was going to go to Miami. He was going to go to Miami, wherever. Yeah, yeah. So she, everything's against her. She thinks it's her. Okay. No, he wants to enjoy his life. He feels like he, does, he doesn't need to stop doing what he wants. If a man's going to continue doing the job that he's doing, mm -hmm. and they're filthy loaded like that, it's not him only. It's the both of them. So he wasn't happy there. My, my, I'm assuming. Your take. Okay. My take is that he wasn't happy. And when if she turned around and told them either the either me or football, I don't think it was her or football. I think it was family, the kids. I think she wanted him the, to be around more of the kids because she has said that. She says, "I want Tom to be around the boys. They're getting older. He's missed out on a lot of time. I've been holding it down. I want Tom there. I want my kids to be around their father because clearly he's not there." Listen, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna break it down like this. Listen, you got a ring, okay, uh, Giselle. Eli got a ring. Eli got two from Tom. Okay, so you keep your rings. Tom still got seven. I'm good. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> like, dude, it, it's there's there's no listen. There's no reason. Like, he's not the there's only no, guy. But there's things. There's, there's no reason for him to keep playing. He he likes playing. That's like you telling telling you that like, there's no reason for you to be working in finance. But have you? But like for example, we just had this situation with Tua. Tua is a football well, player who recently played. And he plays. He's a quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. He got swung and got hit at one game to the point, and he got up and he staggered. Now he went to the tent real quick, came right back out, played the rest of the game. Um, he showed up and played again the following week. Now NFL's on the heat because he got hit again, and now he's this whole big thing is coming out about NFL doing their proper dil due diligence with with concussion protocol and so forth. But what I'm trying to get at is that a lot of times when you're an athlete. And especially when you're an obsessive athlete like Tom Brady, who is like super driven. Yeah, but he's not ready to retire. That's the thing. He's not. He he does not want to quit. You know, who was that boxer that didn't want to quit? Was it Joe Lewis? He didn't want to quit either, and he got the brakes beaten out of him. But you can't compare. Muhammad Ali didn't want to quit. Okay, but you can't beat. You can't compare them to what Tom Brady's doing. I really can't. What I'm Tom Brady's say, a freak of nature. When I'm no, there was a lot of freaks of nature over the years. What I'm trying to say is normal. So most of these great athletes don't know when to quit. They don't know when it's time for them to stop. Now, don't get me wrong. No, I, no, I, I get know what you're saying. saying. You're saying Tom Brady because he got special privileges like he did today with the Falcons <laughs> tackling him and they called a penalty. I heard he was on the sideline when they got the penalty. Right? Yo, he was like <laughs> even yo he was. Even Tom Brady was shocked that they penalized the team for this time. Yeah. He was like, wait, y'all penalized them for this? Like, he was like, oh, all right. Like, I'm not mad at it. It helps us, but dang. <laughs> like, they, I get it. Tom Brady's in a special situation. But let's get back to the family dynamic. The thoughts on 
I think me personally, if 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 your wife, because it's a partnership in a marriage, right. it's a it's a partnership. If there, if she's asking you like, hey, you devoted twenty years to doing this, I supported you one thousand. Let's put it. Let me put no, Frank no, in. no, no. I can understand what you're saying, but if the man's not willing to retire, obviously, exactly what Rose saying in the chat here. She mm-hmm. says maybe death and injury is easier than staying home with his family. Maybe there's something there that he doesn't want to be a part of. Maybe he just wants to be a part of with his kids only. Maybe not with her. And that is a that's a fair so yes that's a fair guess. You if, ever, if you ever seen a man that retires and yeah. goes, I'm gonna go work at Home Depot. But that's the thing. I, but, but this is the thing, Frank. Frankie, even when he was pursuing a job in Miami, Tom Brady has aspirations outside of football. Like he he has offers to be a broadcaster. He has offers. He wants to be an owner, an NFL owner. He had a deal in Miami where. If they would allow him to play and also partial ownership, he was going to go to Miami before he went to Tampa. But the deal fell through. Right. The deal fell through. So I think Tom Brady has aspirations of wanting ownership. So I don't think it's just purely football. I think, honestly, he's getting $100 million a year just to play football. I think he's trying to stack his chips and do his thing to become an owner. Because maybe Tom Brady's thinking billions. He sees LeBron James running around with he's a billionaire. He sees all these other athletes running around who are becoming billionaires, and he's he's looking at Serena Williams. He's looking at all the other goats, and he's like, "Bro, I'm about to set my family up for life. And if you can't bite the bullet for the next two years, then yo, you can't be on this ride." <laughs> so I, I was talking to somebody about that, right? And they they told me that the reason why she feels that way is because you know his. She had to put her fa- her career on hold. Yeah, she she put her stuff on hold because okay. she had to raise, you know. Right, but she's she's got deep pockets. She does. Okay. I mean, $300 million is a model? Yeah, Come okay. On. And, you know, and the, the, the comment was, well, you know, she's going to age and nobody's going to want to be around her because she's not going to look as good as she did back then. I'm like, all right, but you still got $300 million. Yeah, the money makes you beautiful. <laughs> I tell you right now, I got a podcast and, people, and, and it's a volunteer podcast and people think I'm sexy. <laughs> And I'm broke. Listen, whatever Karen says to you behind the mic that does not need to be no, shared. No, that was, that was one of the messages that I got. No, oh, yeah, that was from I DJ know. ES, didn't he? He told you you were sexy, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. ES, ES, ES tried to call me to borrow money. No. E- ES was like, ay, que rico. No. I, I, I sent him straight to voicemail. I sent him to voice message. Call, call back so I can put him to voicemail again. <laughs> that is hilarious. That's great. No, no, but no, seriously, I, 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 if a man is going to continue doing that, he's yeah. not happy at home. Yeah. He's just I do I do sympathize. I'm gonna go with the narrative. Like I do sympathize with her position um of being a mother. Cause like and don't get me wrong, she's not like a single parent that most of us everyday people gotta deal with when you're a single parent and you gotta do everything you do. She got three hundred million dollars, he got two hundred million, they got half a billion dollars at home. I'm sure there's nannies, I'm sure there's support. Listen, she's not going home and cooking, yeah. okay? Consuela is making dinner. Exactly. Okay, so well, it's gotta be Consuela. Well, Consuela, she she, she can cook. Oh my god. Okay, but you understand what she's no, making I'm it sound you. no, but she's making it sound like she's at home washing clothes, doing, you know, cleaning the house, you know, yeah. going go, doing the laundry, going food shopping. No, it's not like that. I get the whole part where you're saying that yeah. you want to be a part of the family. Okay, fine. I get that part. Yeah. But if you want that, you know, you have to add all the other things that you that, that a person at home does. Yeah, that's true. She's not adding that. Yeah, 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 yeah. She doesn't. She has much more luxuries than, say, the average person, which means I feel like she does have less to argue. But I think in her mindset, I think the sentiment of having her family together, like maybe Tom's not coming to all the games that his kids are playing in. Maybe Tom's not there at the school dances. Maybe Tom's not there. How is that even possible? 
what I'm saying? Because he's, bro, he's Tom Brady, bro. He's the GOAT. Like, he's. Listen, I don't like one person, okay? I'm not a fan of his. I'm not either. Okay. I don't. I, obviously, I'm a Falcon fan. Okay, you, I'm not a fan of his. The fact that I'm sitting here calling him the GOAT right. and I'm bigging him up, it, I'm the bigger man. Okay, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't like, I'm, I'm not a fan of his. He's, a, he's my quarterback, fine. Yeah, but I'm also not him. a fan of LeBron. Frankie has can a I tell post you? of Tom Brady in his room. Go ahead. You just hate him. <laughs> lost today. Yeah, okay. You don't no, like LeBron. So I don't like LeBron, but you know what LeBron is every time his kids play? He's there. He's there. So you're Hardcore. telling him, and, and his schedule is a lot more crazier than Tom Brady. Way crazy. Do, oh, and guess what? Way. He's there. LeBron. So guess what? I, I, tr- I truly believe that Tom Brady is actually there for his kids, and she just wants him home. My mm, opinion. Okay. 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 Well, you know That's a fair shot. We, neither one of us know. We Neither don't, but Tom, we got your back. I mean, I oh wow! Um, congratulations, good <laughs> Tom, luck. Whatever, um, man. You don't need that ring. You have seven of your own. Yeah. Oh um, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a single man. Oh, I'm a single man. Oh, I'm a single man. <laughs> now put your hands up. <laughs> Not you, Giselle. <laughs> Yo, what is seven. wrong with us? All right, y'all. I got one more current event. I don't. And this is another dicey one. I told you the news has been freaking crazy, bro. All right, I got one more, and, and then I'm done. And they did. I, I think I, we might be done. No, I have another one. You ready? Go ahead. Did you hear about uh, the thing with Scooby Doo and Velma? No, <sighs> bro. They have publicly come out. There's a new, I guess, Scooby Doo movie coming out, whatever. But they announced that Velma has now identified herself as lesbian. Velma from Scooby Doo. It's a cartoon. I know. Let's just say. <laughs> That's the dumbest crap I ever heard. So wait, all right, let me. Can I let's let's break this down, please? Let's, oh my god, you're giving me a headache. I don't want people to misconstrue that we're 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 against like the LB. I, I'm I'm not against any of that, but let, it's a let, cartoon. Let, let me break it down. All right, come on, you ready? <laughs> I just me. All right, so Scooby Doo. Here's my thoughts on it. Scooby Doo is an all time classic cartoon. I love Scooby Doo. My family loves Scooby Doo. We love. <clears throat> we think Velma. Is a crucial character, Jinkies. Um, and when I and I'm all for celebrating diversity. Uh, obviously, I love this. I know we have situations where remember we just went over the Little Mermaid being black now. So I'm all for like creating identity when it comes to racial and demographics and so forth. These physical traits, I think we need diverse in how physical appearances because we all come in different shapes, we all come in different colors, we all come in different ways. So I do think I celebrate that kind of diversity. However, when it comes to orientation or preference, I don't know if, and again, this isn't, I can't speak for somebody who identifies as part of that community because I don't know what their situation is like or what representation are they looking for in media for them. For me, a child, and we talked about this before, between a child below, before they're 16, 17, I don't think they have it all figured out on what who they want to identify as. I feel like most ki- children at that age are still trying to find out who they want to be, who are they, let alone a lot of people still experiment into college, like just trying to figure things out. I don't think that bringing this into a cartoon, a kid's cartoon, this early and making it well-known really is the best approach or it needs to be uh, magnified, so to speak. Um, but that's my take on it. I, I'm not opposed to it. 
but I just don't find the need for it. Does that make sense? Yeah, I totally get what they're trying to do. And I understand that. They're trying to make everything some type of balance for everything. But, you know, it's a cartoon. Can a cartoon just be a cartoon where, like, somebody just blows each other up? Okay, there you go. Like Bugs Bunny used to do back in the day with the the Wiley Coyote. You know, Looney Tunes has, like, disclaimers now. Okay, you know, like, (laughs) like, why can't, you know, why can't it just be fun? Why Why does it have to be political when it comes to cartoons? Yeah, I don't know either, man. It's 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 at the point that you know like you have to explain to your kids what the cartoons. Yeah, now we gotta have we're being forced into these conversations that their minds can't really exactly uh, fully grasp. So I'm like, you know, they're like, oh, you need you you know, you know, they're under the certain age, and you know, you have to explain these things to them. I'm fifty something. Yeah, I I still need to be some something. Yeah, I'm still trying to learn. I'm okay with this. Yeah, 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 yeah. But don't force it down my throat. I mean, Frankie doesn't know what he wants. No, uh. I mean, the way he, him and Felix kind of wink at each other, it's like he's still figuring things out. Some listen, people... well, we, listen, what we do and how we identify ourselves is our business. <laughs> no, We're working it out. No, all, but no, all jokes aside. All jokes aside, I, I think that there's certain, there, there's, there should be a line. I don't think that you should be teaching certain things to 10-year-olds, 9-year-olds, yeah. and 7-year-olds. Let them grow up and understand slowly. Let Give that responsibility to the parents. Yes. Or to their, their legal guardian. But when you're forcing it down their throat at such a young age, do not get oh. mad when some of them go left when they're supposed to be going right. It just doesn't make sense. I, I feel let, you. Let me tell you, I went, I, I had to fill out a do, uh, the paperwork for my doctor. Okay. And it started with everything, you know, like name, last name, all this and all that. Mm-hmm. How do you identify, identify yourself? I goes, Mister. <laughs> Human <clears throat> man. Yeah. What do you want? I mean, like, how do you, you know, like, nobody, it's not right. You should not be forcing this on people. Yeah, 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 yeah. You should be acting, you know, it should be the person's choice. Yeah. Whether they want to. You shouldn't, you don't have to wake up in the morning and tell people, I identify myself as this. Yeah. If that's how you identify, good. good it's really walk. nobody's your business. business. I was going to say, yeah, it's that really nobody's business. Anybody. Like, nobody needs to know that. Like, you know, just, just live life. You know, you get about 80 good years <sighs> of life. Yeah. Okay. Are you gonna you gonna live it with controversy and 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 misdirections and miserable? I think we're trying to do so hard here nowadays. We're trying to be so politically correct. That it's we incorrect. Try, yeah, yeah. That we try to we over politicize everything. So it's weird. Yeah, and I and I get what they're doing. And listen, it's it's the new generation. It's the way that the world is going. You can't offend anybody. Yeah. You got to be careful with this. You got to be careful with that. So when are we supposed to have a good time? When are we supposed to be able to relax and not have to worry about saying something, or or wearing something specific? Yeah. When is when is that, when is that going to happen? Yo, Frankie phone is going off the hook. Yo, <laughs> let me tell you something. You know, I I hit on my Apple iPhone right, and I was like, I was like, Yo, Siri, why is it so difficult for me to talk to women? Yo, you know what the Siri said? Said I'm Alexa. <laughs> I said you can't be serious. No, so that's this. <laughs> la- so pe- people are funny. So there are obviously people that are watching. So this last last text it goes. Why do you keep itching your armpit? Oh man, Frankie's getting so, in the guts. So just just so you know, person. Just so you know, person. The shirt that I have on has like a little piece of I don't know what it is, like a metal or something Listen, on here. You don't have and, to explain your bra to these people. Nah, it's not. <laughs> and, and over here, and I know they're dying, they're cracking up, but it's really like irritating my, me Bro, right under the arm. So I'm like a, trying to move it and rub it. I and told the, you. To wear the sports bra, and you oh. you wanted to wear the fancy. Don't tell one. me how to hang out with my puppies. 
Don't tell me how to hang out with my puppies. They're my puppies. No, Frankie, but, ignore them. No, but it's just like, <laughs> you're like, why you keep going on the arm? It's like this metal thing that's right here, and it just hurts. So I'm just trying to. I know. A lot of women don't like the that. The struggle wire. is real. Um, look, Frankie. <laughs> you know who you are. You know who you are. I can't. Put Frankie on the spot like this. Yeah. There's right, no Frank, secrets. Frankie, what do you got before I get a boring topic? After all this? You want more? I don't know. We, you think we did enough? <laughs> I got one more if you want me to do it. Yeah, nah, it's boring. We'll you, see it for next time. You, you, you want more from this? I don't know. Dude, first of all, I already told you uh, um, I'm broke. You broke. Yeah, we okay. made it very clear. I got an itchy armpit. Uh-huh. Okay. And um, kids need to uh, grow up and let them be kids. Okay. What else do you need? For- oh, you know who's in the chat? Who was in the chat? Simon. Simon's in the chat. Simon's what up, there, Simon? Simon? The official photographer of, of these the... idiots. Yes, Simon <laughs> K. Photo. That's the man right there. Yeah, we have some new photos coming our way, so we'll be sharing them soon. Yeah, please. Once again, if you're not already, please follow us on all those social media sites so you can stay up to date with those pictures. And by all means, please make sure you book Simon for his services. He's amazing. Go to his page. Check out some of his work. Dude knows his stuff. He does weddings, bar mitzvahs, birthdays, whatever you need. He could capture those moments. Awesome, man. Yeah. All right, so you think we're done? You, you don't have any other topics? Because I don't want to... Um... Um, do you want to lend this on a low or on a high? Well, all right, we're good. We're good, guys. <laughs> I'll just if we go low, we might go real low. Oh man! All right, all right. Plus, all right. We, it's is, it, is it gonna get me pissed off and make me go on a rant? No, that, think, that that might help. No, I kind of just wanted to get your take on something that I, I was reading the other day. It's kind of it's semi serious. All right, let's just get to it. Let's now, just, now you open your mouth. I open my mouth. We're, we're we're knee deep into it. Might as well just swim through it. All right. Anyway, so came across this thing with Serena Williams, right? Because we were just talking about goats and all these different right. people doing different things, trailblazing and so forth. And they said that she she was doing an interview with Vogue magazine, and um, <clears throat> you know she retired from from tennis. Yeah, get into that armpit, Frankie. Get all in there. <laughs> um, so she's retiring from tennis, right? Yeah. And um, the the people was like, "Yo, so what do you think? How do you feel about retirement?" Now Serena Williams, she's like, I don't even think she's forty yet, but they were like, "So what was what are you gonna do in retirement?" And she was just like, "You know, I don't like the idea of the word retirement. It sounds dated to me because she goes, I'm not retiring." I'm evolving. Okay. And when she said that, it sent like ripples through like the financial industry because I think everybody's starting to realize that for years, people in general have always just stacked their money to save for like this sort of end date. I got to stack my money till age 67 because that's when I could collect Social Security and that's when I could uh, have my nest egg to live the life that I want to live. And what they're saying is people are finding ways to generate wealth sooner. And they're retiring sooner, and they are now reimagining what exactly is retirement. Retirement doesn't exactly mean you just walk into the sunset. It could be you just rediscovering a new talent, like you did, Frankie. You were just you discovered the ability to DJ. You discovered the ability to uh, do different yeah. things, and you want to pursue these other passions. So it's like it doesn't have to just end where you're done with this particular job, and then now it's over for you. And they were saying how uh, one guy was even saying he says your job is for your day-to-day yes it provides you income but it's more of your business partner to set you up for the things that you want to aspire in your life to attain so i kind of wanted to get your take on that of like you know what are your thoughts on retirement because a lot of people just kind of like look at it as like oh i'm just saving my money until i could just never work again but i feel like it shouldn't that shouldn't be your final destination it should be more to that when 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 you talk retirement that means retirement to me what it means to me is You're no longer doing that job. Yeah. You're like, retired from it. 
okay, people use retirement. They'd be like, oh, you put 25 years into a company. No, you can retire from something a lot quicker than that. It happens in the NFL. People retire yeah. six years. In baseball, they 20 years, and they're still 40-something years old, and they got to do something with their life. The difference is that she went ahead and said she's evolving. All these, all these other people who are not as famous as she is mm-hmm. just go do their thing. Yeah. So I don't see anything wrong with what she's saying. I think that the problem is that when she said that, it hit the market and it hit all these places because they were looking <clears throat> forward to benefiting of the fact that she was not doing anything else. Mm. Okay. I like I like the fact that she turned around and says I'm evolving. So there she's she is gonna do something else. And, yeah, and it's and it's probably it might not be with tennis. Yeah, no, she I already found out she started a venture capitalist company where she's investing in different companies and definitely promoting different um uh, more minority based businesses and women empowerment and all this stuff. So she's doing yeah. her thing, and I, I applaud her for it. But I just I think even in general, like it's not just even at her level, even us as everyday people, we should start imagining uh different things we want to pursue uh in our lives it doesn't have to be somebody's once said that um there's no such we shouldn't glorify celebrities or people or celebrities because celebrities are just people who learn something and acted on it like we could all be a celebrity like you could all it's like the difference between you and somebody else who's immensely talented is just the amount of time and work that they put in to do it so if you want something you're only the only thing that's holding you back is you because you don't think that yeah. you can reach that level, but it's only because you are holding yourself back. You can attain the things that these celebrities have. You just have to make the commitment to act on it. Right. A lot of us are filled with doubt, and a lot of us are filled with like, oh, I'll never be able to do that because I'm not smart enough. I'll never be able to do that because I'm not skilled enough. Don't get me wrong. Some ingrained talent is required. Like Frankie has great rhythm, so DJ and comes. Better to him. Rhythm when it comes to listening to music because yeah. I <laughs> suck at dancing. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, Karen calls me rhythmless nation. Oh, wow. <laughs> we are a part of the rhythmless nation. <laughs> oh, I'm so bad. Only time I drink, uh, only time I, I, I dance and I think I'm dancing is when I'm drinking. When, yeah. you, when you're drunk, you're on beat, though. Uh, <laughs> Damn. No, but I can DJ. That, yeah, yeah. Like, but that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, some, but even if you're not rhythm, rhythmly skilled or you weren't born with that talent, you could pick up on the software and learn how to time it. You could learn. And right. It just requires the work. So the only difference between you and somebody who has attained the success is just them putting in the time and the effort to, to achieve it. Uh, so don't erase all doubt. Pursue your passions. And don't let it just be for you to wait till you're 67 to pursue it. Set those goals now. You could attain those goals. But you got to have a plan to pursue them. You see, the... the, the the perception of people when they go to retire is that okay now I'm not now I'm not working uh, now I'm just waiting to die. That's, yeah, that's, exactly. That, and that's that, what and it that is. just yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, and that and that's the thing. A life it's without like purpose that. makes you deteriorate faster. Yeah, because so it, no. A lot of people don't realize their work is the thing that keeps them alive because they got something to look forward to. But when they take that away, they don't know what to look forward to. They feel like they have no purpose, and then they deteriorate. And I will always have a purpose. I'll figure something out. Listen, I did EMS. So I, I I retired from EMS. I did six years of that. Yeah. Okay, so I retired from that. That's it. It's yeah. a retirement. I moved on to my next career. Yeah, yeah. And that's exactly what everybody should be doing. I, you know, just, just go find something else to do because the minute you stop functioning is the minute you gave up in life and you, you're dead already. That's right. In the arms of an angel. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Seven dollars and forty-three cents. Yo, I'm gonna learn the words that I saw. We're gonna sing that. 
I am in so much trouble. Yeah, we are. We're so fired. Yo, we're done here. Let's wrap it up, man. We're going ahead. We're going to shut it down. Guys, once again, thank you so much for rocking and rolling with us. This is our return back. I promise me and Frankie, we are going to do our best to be a little bit more consistent. We know you guys have been waiting. Um, we're going to get better at this. I promise. Um, I don't. Yeah. Just remember, this is all volunteer work, so it's hard to volunteer when <laughs> when you don't have time. But um, long story less long, thank you once again for rocking and rolling with us. Thank you for listening. If you haven't already, please, like I said at the top of the show, follow us on Spotify, follow us on Alexa, follow us on Samsung Podcast, Apple Podcasts, whatever is your favorite streaming device to listen to music and podcasts. Please make sure you follow us on there so you can stay up to date on all of our newest episodes. If you haven't already, please check us out on our social media sites. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Please just give us a follow. Support the channel because, once again, the more support we get, the more traffic we get, the more opportunities that can open up for this podcast. We'll have more consistency, <laughs> and you guys can listen to us more often, and we could do some more exciting things. Um, but it's kind of difficult when both of us have families and got to work full-time jobs. So help, Yeah, and have real jobs to pay. So please help the channel out, help the page out, refer a friend, tell them about the show, tell them how much you enjoy it. And uh, we'll have a lot of serious topics, but a lot of serious stuff is going on. But we, we try to keep it upbeat. Hope you guys all enjoyed the show. We love you guys. Go ahead, Frankie. Any last words? Uh, thank you to everybody. It was in the chat. Uh, we have uh, Maria, Nick, Ro, Mimi, Farah, Simon, Relentless, all of you guys. We really appreciate you guys. And um, Yeah, DJ ES. Thanks for stopping yes, through. Felix. And shout Felix. out to you, Felix. I'll we be getting you. a call from him tomorrow. Yeah, we give you these lessons so that you can achieve your blessings. Peace and a bottle of hair grease. DJ Fire, take us out of here. <laughs>